Welcome to Chat Lab. I'm Evan. And I'm Ethan. And this is the podcast where thoughts are tested and subjects are studied. Welcome back. Um, today we're going to be getting into meeting our first friend and us meeting. Ooh. But first, I have a question for you. Do you? How you doing? Well, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a good week. Not a productive week, but cool week nonetheless. What have I done this week? Well... Fucking nothing, really. <laughs> <He's done nothing. laughs> um, well, I suppose I'll start. So I saw my uncle. I uh, we went to the gym today. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. Now I'm tired. Yeah, I started got a, got a gym membership for those who care. You know, I didn't. I didn't get the membership. I just did it one one day three times this week. Planning going tomorrow. It uh, is. I keep you updated on that routine. It is extremely weird having um, having all the COVID restrictions and you know things in place. When going to the gym. Oh, yeah. Like, having to wipe down everything. And, you know, you might swap weights between yeah. between um, your sets, and it is so irritating to so have to wipe it those down. Those of you that don't go to the gym, basically. When you're in, you're, you pick a weight you want to lift. Sometimes it's too heavy, and sometimes you just keep on going. You keep on, you want to keep going, so you just, you go between, like, three different weights down. Two and a half kilograms each time. And the thing now you have to do is when you walk in, they give you a spray bottle. And um, you have to spray your shit down with this anti-sanitizer every time you use it. So you're either hogging three weights or you put it up and clean it. And by that point, the drop set's over. So. And, and even then, if you are hogging three weights, you just have to clean every single one of them when you, when you want to put them back. And like, sure, I had to get the, I had to get an induction when I first went in because he was like, is this yeah, your you first time? Yeah, you forgot to do that. I, t- I told you about that, but I didn't tell you it was online. So. Yeah, he, no, so I did the, I filled in the form online and then he was like, oh, um, you, this is your first time being back since lockdown, is it? I was like, yeah. He was like, I need to do an induction with you. So, oh. so he went through, he went through kind of the, the rules and stuff. Showed me like, you know, stay in with the in between these spaces. You know, carry around a spray bottle, wipe your stuff down, sign this thing just to take it, just because Didn't you know. Get that. Well, I got that. I, I I got my membership before I started the, like I walked because. Went in last Thursday, mm-hmm. and was like, I did membership. Got the membership, and then. Then I went to the gym, so I mean, yeah, I mean maybe they just if they assume I'm a member already, they know not to give me an induction. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but maybe maybe it could have been one because yeah, I'm not a member, or two maybe they just started it now. Maybe it wasn't there when you went the first time. It could have been. It could be either of those things, but um, yeah, it wasn't that bad really because when you're in there, you don't have to social distance really. Um, that's what he said to me. I think anyways, he said um. He said in the halls there's a one-way system, but um, in the gym you don't really have to. There's not one-way systems. You just kind of... Yeah, well, I have seen go. the two machines that are in close proximity of each other. You can't use one when, others in, when the other one's in use. Yeah, they have tape on the floor and everything, so you have yeah. to like stand out of that or away from that tape when when they're they're, they're using that machine. It's like parking spaces. Yeah. Also, um, you know, you have to bring the towel. Yeah. You have to bring the towel to put on the machines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It says it said beach towel, uh-huh. but like I just thought I'd bring a big enough towel. Yeah. But then when I went to do it first, I I put the the vent straight up and I put the towel on it, and it wasn't long enough to fit the entire thing. I was just like, it's fine. I'll just I'll sit on the seat and I'll spray the seat afterwards. But for the back part, I'll keep the towel on. Yeah. Um. So I did that. So that's then. another restriction. You have to bring a big towel to put on the machines you're using, or you won't be allowed in. And actually, funny thing about that, um, friend Greg. When he first went, yeah. the week before I started going, they um, 
they saw bring a towel and he was like oh cool a towel right that's to clean the stuff down okay so he brought Zorn a spare towel as well and uh went up to the receptionist and said oh you brought your towels he was like yeah and he whips out of his pocket two two tea towels <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no good yeah and just because well because Zorn kind of knows them and stuff they were just you know back and forth i think they got some spare towels somewhere yeah, you're literally think, not allowed in with that. I think in the thing that I was ticking, it just it's just kind of like a to make sure you've read it, um, make sure you know you have everything with you. So I decided that I had a towel, that I had my own water, blah blah blah, that I have to stay, you know, in my zones or whatever. And and um, one of them said, I think that you need to bring your own towel. And I think in brackets, I didn't really read it that much because I had a towel, but I mm. think it said that they would supply one for you if. You didn't have one. Yeah, for a price, maybe. Yeah, even the the pens. He was like, pick up a pen out of that box. So I did it. I read it, ticked everything, signed. And then um, and then he was like, no, put the pen in this box. Because they need to like sanitize everything. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's, it's actually kind of insane. It's nice to get out of the house, though, and go somewhere to do something else. Because working out at home has been rough. Oh, yeah, no, it's impossible. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Just uh, like, I know, I think we talked about it in the first one. But yeah. it really is it's impossible i haven't done it like yeah my so the fitness app is like oh my god you're doing stuff like it like the circle went around multiple times because like the only time i did it was as i said the last time or whatever was that i did like 15 minutes and um it was really it was like happy with me then but then i stopped again and it was like you did it yesterday you can do it again it was like you did it last week you can do it again so i'd, I'd say it's happy with me now we did like over what well, was like nearly it was like an hour and 20 or something. Yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, so it it's pretty happy with me now. It's, it's like, oh, you're finally doing doing work. You're finally yeah. actually getting out and doing things rather than just sitting at home all day. Speaking of doing things, I actually have been doing a lot of programming recently, which is good to get in the habit uh-huh. of it. I'm in the process, as we speak, of building our website for our podcast to yeah. Host it for future references because not to slate Podbean or any other podcast hosting website, but they do skin you alive when it comes to features. Yeah, um, because you see, with podcasts, they're hosted. So hosting is when they take your your uploads and they put them on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all this um, with what's called an RSS feed, as you know. Well, you know, but I listeners know won't. Thing, yeah. um, and it costs money every month. Um, because initially we were going to go with DistroKid, um, which is a music distributor, which is only 20 euro a year. But the only problem with that is that it's for music only. They do not do podcasts. Um, so we needed to find a podcast host. And they were all really expensive. <laughs> yeah, none with the beginner thing as well. Like I, we, we did find Podbean in the end after a couple of hours of searching through. But Podbean yeah. offers us five free episodes. So it's about five hours worth of content. And basically what you're paying is you're paying for them to host your website or host all your data on your website. So all your MP3 files for your podcasts, all the data for your paragraphs and your titles for each episode, your images and all that. And then they take all that and they put it and distribute it into different social media or just different media platforms. And for what it's doing, they're really overpricing you. And I couldn't find a single thing that was helping. But then I found GitHub. For those of you who don't know, GitHub is like the land of the programmers. Yeah, it's where all the projects you can host projects and books and everything. It's uh, 
and they do a service called GitHub Pages and they allow one free website to be hosted per user. So I have a, I have a website already made up just for myself for like my CV and just an extension of that and stuff. And then I have a page on that of our podcast and I'm in the process right now of getting all the data organized so we can resubmit an RSS feed with that on it. And then we'll have it hopefully for free. We'll, hopefully it will work. If that works out pretty good, then we'll have it for free yeah. forever. Well, I mean, although a lot of these podcast hosters are like very expensive, they do do a good job. I mean, we get we get statistics and stuff from, um, well, we don't because we're on the free version, but you would if you paid um, from Podbean and stuff. And like you get your own website and things like that. Um which is pretty good, but I mean, like, all we really needed was somewhere where we could upload our podcasts and get them onto Spotify. Um, there was no real need to check out statistics because we get that on Spotify. We can get that on Apple Podcasts. We can get them on that. Yeah, they offer a great plethora of features, but you can tell from what they're offering you for, I saw one, the top was, what, 40 euro a month. Um. Yeah, there's, like, if you're, like, a professional business or something then yeah. they but even then it was about 15 15 for the next one up um yeah i think the i think the most the, the cheapest one i think is 12 i think or 9 12 or 9 a month which is still pretty steep considering a lot of the podcast hosts you have to pay annually so yeah. you have to pay that's another thing as well actually 9 yeah. a month but by 12 initially yes yeah. you get it for the whole year but like you know Nine a month is easy enough, but you don't want to pay a load of money straight out the gate. Yeah, so we were looking at this when um, just before we put out our first episode, just to have it on Spotify, just because it's, it's placing on podcasts, that and iTunes. And putting it up there, we were like, oh, cool. I mean, we could pay the 12, you know, split it six, just because we didn't know if this is going to stick or flop. Yeah. Um, with ourselves, not even with thankfully, the audience. at least with both of us it's sticking so far yeah i mean like we've managed to come together every thursday um to record a podcast and we usually yeah. get it up that day or at least late that day um worst comes to worst and then even we've got a good amount of audience at the moment um nothing you know, spectacular but something that's lovely for us to see yeah i mean if things don't work out you could just pay things like pod being the uh the full annual fee but yeah. Before we even had one episode out, I think paying yeah. how how much twelve euro for the year per month? Um, no, I, I think it was nine or twelve. It was one of the two. Yeah, but like, come on, that's, that's nearly a hundred euro to drop on a podcast you haven't even made yet. Yeah, we so, didn't even know if it was gonna work. Not a mind yeah. if we were gonna be able to do it properly. But I think so. We've got these. We've got five hours in total to use. Um, this so, podcast will be our third. Um, so we will have two hours left after this. And then, um, then I got an email saying that we have a two week free trial of like, I think the, the first paid version. So we'll try that out for another two weeks. We'll see how that works. And if by then we want to, you know, we actually think this will work and we're going to stick to it, then we can upgrade it. I th- I think we should, um, if it, if it works by then, um, yeah. because we might as well. I mean, it's, it's. It, it's kind of like a hands-free thing. You just upload it and it does it for you like, yeah. straight away. You don't need to resubmit anything. You don't need to do anything. All you need to do is upload. Yeah, fine. And I was fine with doing that until I saw the price tag they're offering. I yeah, guess. especially without even starting one. Yeah, and for something that I can... It seems now that I can pull together myself. 
Yeah. But it was lovely seeing it on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, oh it was. And it should hopefully stay there. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, that's our that's our aim, anyways. But um, yeah. So today we're going to be getting into um, into uh, meeting our first friend. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, I think I'm just going to start because I've got a lot of detail to go through. Um, not not too much, but good amount. Um, so I must have been three, four. Everything happened when I was three. That's a running joke in my family. Everything happened. I have a memory that's really good. Chances are it's from when I was three. Um, so I was three or four. I'd imagine I was probably four. Um, and I was on my swing out the back. And I saw over the wall um, just people walking. And I was like, who are they? And then um, they're just walking in their garden. And then, you know, a, a little while passed. And I noticed that the one of the kids was jumping up on the trampoline. And I was like... Oh, there's there's kids there. So, um I one way or another anyways, I ended up um I ended up getting to, to meet her. Her name is Alana. Um she's listening, she'll uh she'll be happy to know that you know, she's my first friend. And um basically um uh, what happened was when we first met, it was because I think our our parents had started talking. And then we kind of like organized to meet up. But initially when we started hanging out, um, the wall was so high that we used to get, I used to get passed over the wall. So my dad would lift me up onto the wall and then whoever was on the other end, one of the parents would drag me down on into their garden. <laughs> so that went on for quite a long time. But then eventually my dad was like that's it we're just going to cut a hole in the hedge there might have been one there already i'm not sure but we're just going to cut a hole in the hedge put a gate there so you can walk through all you like oh wow um, that. yeah so cut a hole through the hedge and then um put in a gate and we could just walk through it all the time so it made it really easy to hang out and if i wanted to hang out then because there was it was in like a like she lived in an estate like a little green um, so just like a circle of houses, whereas mm. I lived on the road, like just a normal road. So the back of my house was the, or the back of my garden was the back of her garden. Um, so we used to go through there, but then going through there, we get to hang out with everybody in the estate without having to go the whole long way around. Um, also helped, helped for when she needed to walk home from school later in, in, in later years, cause she could just, um, walk through the, walk through the gate instead of having to go the entire way around as well. But um, that was the that was the first time that I had met somebody that wasn't just in play school or anything. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think I was in school yet. Um, I don't think I'd started big school, as they say, <laughs> um, yet. Uh, so it was kind of a strange experience to like see this mysterious person over the wall right. and then get thrown over the wall effectively and hang out with them. Then, um, but yeah, that started off. A, a relationship with her then well a friendship I suppose um because four year olds don't have relationships <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh-oh. um but yeah no it was it was it was good like having having a friend so early and then from knowing her I got to know so many other people in the green um that's what it was called um because there was a green circle of a massive green circle of grass in the middle the hood um yeah um so yeah i mean 
then we all just all hung out all the time just you know whether it was kicking a ball around or you know exploring or whatever it was um yeah i mean i'm still friends with all of them as well um i i did have friends as well on on the road that i was on but um we all kind of hung out together then because we all went to school together because it was a small school um there's like a hundred kids in the entire school um like at at a given time (laughs) you went to a prefab not a school i went to a prefab basically um the prefab outside the school was as big as the school basically but yeah, so because we all got into school together then, because it was a small, small village, um, we all became friends quite easily then. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like super quick. It took a while for everyone to like meet up together. Because um, for the longest time, I would just go meet Alana, or I'd go across the road and meet someone else or whoever like. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my experience meeting my first friend. Yeah, well, from my experience, I can't say I've been tossed over a wall. That's <laughs> um, all we had, or had a gate put in my backyard. But it did. It just came out of play school, I guess, because well, you don't really meet any other kids through anywhere else. You go through play school, and you kind of meet a bunch of people, and then you go into your big school. Right. Big school. And I had two childhood best friends, I'd say. Kyle and Fikra, if you're watching. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, three of us, well... Three of us... Were the best buds. Yeah, met together in play school, I guess. Sort of. Yeah. Because you were kind of friends with everyone in play school. I suppose a bit more friendly with them. But then you go into primary school. And you realize that like you you're attaching to those kind of people, and you yeah. hang out with them more and more, and just kind of did whatever they were doing, and vice versa, I guess. And which wasn't a lot when you're a kid, like exactly really, the extent of your hanging out is playing games and running outside or yeah, kicking a ball. Like there's not much. And then Kyle one day was just like, "Yeah, I just wanna, I'm gonna try to do this taekwondo thing. It's like karate," and I was like. <laughs> Wait, you're doing something that I'm not. I better change that and just do it. So I just joined about a month after him and stayed there for ten years. Mm-hmm. It was a weird way to start something that you just keep up. What is it? Is, is it is it called a black belt in taekwondo? Yeah. Nice. So you could you could kick my ass if you wanted. I mean, are you allowed? You know, like with martial arts and stuff, isn't mm-hmm. there like a, a like a secret code? Not a secret code. Oh <laughs> a, a code of honor, almost, it's where you can't you can't play. use it. You can't use it outside of the the place you're doing it. You can't use it to attack someone. Well, yeah. Because I have a friend who does MMA and they said once that like they, they're not actually allowed to use it outside of training because or outside of a fight because it's like it like breaks their your code of honor. Yeah, it's, that's essentially what it is. I couldn't give you the specifics of what it is having left like three, four years ago now. This was, yeah. But yeah, no, there's definitely stuff like that. Like, don't don't use what you learn in here outside to benefit you. But, oh, you know, yeah, there was yeah. things that, like, allow, you know, you were allowed to have self-defense or else kind of... Yeah. It would be kind of weird. Or try to kick me in the face but stop just before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just... um. But yeah, no, that was a weird way to start uh, a big chunk of my life. 
just because someone else is doing it. It's yeah. not a real good mo- model to follow. I yeah. wouldn't do so. I wouldn't. Sheep. <laughs> yeah, don't be a sheep. But I mean, it did work out, man. You got a lot yeah. of stuff from that, but. I suppose it was not necessarily like a jealousy thing, but I'd say you were just kind of like, oh, well, if he's doing this, I won't get to hang out with him. So at least if I'm not doing even, it, it was just like, he's doing this, I'm doing this. It was, you were being, I was being an issue, but I was like four or five. So that's what they, that's what you do with your friends, really. Yeah, I suppose. You don't really have hold your own. Yeah, I tried out a lot of sports when I was younger. I tried, oh, I tried hurling. Um, I never I tried hurling. I can't say it. I did hurling. I did it for two weeks, I think. But like training's only like once or twice a week, so I didn't really do it for two weeks, and um, and I hated it because every time I go in for the schlitter, I'd uh, I'd get I'd nearly get the ankles and the shins like chopped off yeah. with the with the hurlies. So I was right. like, no, that's that's not it. I tried um, soccer and I didn't I didn't like it just because I never started I soccer, but I. I, I would kick around a ball outside and I wasn't like terribly bad or we play like a game like a 1v1 and I wasn't horrible <laughs> but like um, I never went to do it Um, I did rugby for two years though I did rugby for about two weeks <laughs> Just I just wasn't a fan of it I'm just yeah. was a very f- timid child I guess I, I didn't like contact which is ironic having done taekwondo but I guess I just kept it because I hadn't been doing it yeah well I I found it easier because one of the guys from my from my primary school class, because I was during primary school, did it during fifth and sixth class. Shout out Connor. He introduced me to everyone. Big up Connor. Big up Connor. Energy. Um but he he like introduced me to everyone then so that I wasn't just like alone the entire time. So I kinda of stuck with him, you know, like when you go to a party and you know nobody, you stick with the one you know. Yeah. Um so I did that for a while and like I never really made like super good friends with some of them but i did i mean but they weren't like the they weren't the they still weren't the cool group even in a rugby team like you know like i was never in the cool group in school either it was just um that's because i was a little chubby kid who played games so but um yeah no i i'm extremely afraid when there's a massive fiend coming towards me and I'm like, <gasps> oh, in rugby, in rugby, yeah. Because sometimes I, you need to be built for those kind of things. Yeah, and I just honestly, I, sometimes you don't. I think I'm just a you little sensitive see. baby, like. Yeah. And there was a couple of times where I I just suck it up and I'd go for it and I'd pull off some nice stuff for me, something that made me feel like I was making progress. But then the next day or the next week, whatever, we'd have training again. It was like meh. The second year, I wasn't really up to it, but I just did it anyways. Mm. And then I was like. Then I moved, and I was like, I'm not bothered to join another team because I'm not even good at it. So why would I bother? And I was like, <laughs> There's no point in me starting another sport when I'm not even good at yeah, it. If you're not enjoying it, why would you keep going? Yeah, right? I mean, the first year was fun. Um, it was like obviously say, it wasn't I can't great, say I've had that with. Actually, no. Um, did start scouts in second in my second year, sixth class. That was I also never understood scouts. That was also, I think, because Greg. No, 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 I met Greg and realized, oh. met Greg later and realized we both did it, but I think it was because, I don't think it was because Kyle was doing it or anything like that, I think it was just like, he was like, oh, I might join the scouts, and I was like, oh, you know what, might as well, like, crack. Yeah. It was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't as much of, like, a sheep move as more as it was, like, why not? Why not? Good suggestion. Wait, how long did you do scouts for? Two and a bit years. Oh, I'd like okay. to say two to three years. I can't remember exactly. I just remember I had to stop going every week because I was training for the black belt, like oh, specifically yeah. just to do that grading. And then after the black belt grading, 
I stopped scouts. Wait, when was this? Because I don't actually remember asking you. Because I remember you said you did it, but I never asked you Wish. when. The scouts. Like, what age were you when you started? 11, 12. Oh. You had to be in sixth class to start scouts, opposed to cubs. I didn't want to go into my last year of cubs, so I waited a year, and then I got into first year scouts. And it kind of just bait me around a bit, and it was worth it, I guess. You know, going outside and did hold your own, do this and your own responsibility, work as a team, and I it was just really fun. I actually really liked it, and I like being outdoors in that sense. Weird. Yeah, I never really got the I never got the bug for wanting to go outside. And it like, was just it was just nice to be make detached. Fires and camp. You go out for like a week, <laughs> just somewhere, and just to be detached is actually really nice. And I'd like that now. Yeah. I mean, I would do it if it wasn't in a, in a in like a like a a group that was set up for me or something like if it was just like let's say all the lads we just oh, go yeah. out and do it, well, it after might be a, a while because those be more... lads don't they're not strangers so. yeah i suppose but i think having having someone like of authority there too i feel like wouldn't be as fun as if it was just the lads and we just went out and had fun like ah uh, yeah but when you're like 12 and stuff you look for that authority because you can't be your own authority yeah <laughs> so <laughs> if I mean, the lads like... went out at the age of 12 i don't think anything would come about it yeah they'd be like uh I don't, we don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> i don't know i just didn't i guess i just enjoyed it a lot and sad to say that i just kind of stopped doing it because at a certain point once you've done enough you either finish it and go about your life or you become like an adventurer no adventurer not adventurer adventurer you're just like above the scouts and then you just kind of help around Ad- as being adventurer a or adventure no like aven- adventurer like it's like adventure, <laughs> but it's without the a murderer. And D. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you just kind of just start helping out, and you're like kind of like a leader in that sense. And I was like, it's not scouts then anymore, really. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't particularly good at scouts. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I never, guess. I never went for one of those like, like non-typical kind of or atypical atypical kind of um hobbies i kind of just stuck with mostly just gaming because i was a little chubby kid i loved tech i loved playing games um the the most i did was that two weeks of hurling i did two years of rugby which was actually surprising for most people because that's not something i would usually do mm-hmm. um and like yeah there was there was nothing there was nothing really else that I can think of that I ever really did. Um, like, I never went to a summer camp. I never went to, you know, the Goyle Tucks or anything. I never did oh, anything yeah. like... Yeah. I know those aren't hobbies or or anything, but, like, I never did anything like that because those things just don't interest me. Like, I'd rather... I'd rather spend a week working in a tech shop than, than, um, than go camping for a week, you know? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I would too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, even, like... I just never had the the desire to to do something. I guess else. I just started diving into things because of the people that are around me. I do that. Yeah, I and just, what's like, weird is as well is that like most of the people around me were sporty. Like I have my oh, friend, same, I have my yeah. friend Rosie who did like three sports. She did rugby, she did hurling, and soccer. I think that's it. I don't know, but she definitely had three sports because she was like never home, and um, it was insane the amount of stuff she'd do, and then. We had my friend Thomas. He was doing rugby. I think he did hurling a little bit too. Um, we had Connor who did rugby. We had this guy Aiden who was, you know, I have my own opinion about him, but he did. 
soccer as well. Right. Um, he wasn't really a friend, but he was in my class. Like every most people in my class did sports, so it was it was odd to not even like, you know, just for that to rub off on me. I mean, it did for a little while, but it hasn't yeah. stuck with me. Right. Um, and now the friends I have, other than you guys don't do sports and even you guys only go to the gym you, we don't do sports yeah i'm glad that came about and um branching kind of why i actually did start going to the gym is actually because well i was still doing taekwondo but one summer i got to do this teens crossfit thing because our instructor does the crossfit literally like connected to the taekwondo place so he did both Oh, yeah. so we just he just told us about it and was like you can come and it'll be fun and i was like all right cool and it was really hard and struggling and then yeah. i was like but I, I i don't like getting yelled at doing this but i like doing this i was like <laughs> i was like i'm sure if i go to the gym i can lift the weights and i can kind of i, I like doing things at my own not my own pace but like by my own standards yeah. So like I probably hold myself to the same standards and do the same things as they're making me do. It's just because they're not telling you what they're to not do telling me what to do. I just prefer it. Yeah. There's no pressure, but I'm still giving Actually, it. Actually, yeah, because when I I went to I wanted to try boxing, right? Right. Yes. Um, and I we went on a day that was kind of like a strength and conditioning day. Um, it wasn't necessarily a, a fighting day, but we, I mean, we did put on gloves and we did box for a yeah, while. Yeah, you do the routines. But yeah, but oh my God, was it horrible um, for a while. So there was some, like we'd have to run, like there's normal stuff, you know, running, running a circle around, around whatever space you're in. Then we had to run up and down the stairs, high knees multiple times. Oh yeah. I know, um, I know. Then, you know, we had four lanes, or like three people in each lane. And we would do like, we'd be doing like um, one of those bicycle kicks or something. I don't know. We'd be doing squats in another one. We'd be doing like sit-ups in another one. And it was, and we'd swap yeah, every like circuits. 30 seconds. Oh my God, was it so tough because I hadn't done anything in so long. Oh yeah. And they like, like they push you and everyone else there are boxers. They're all boxers and they all do things. And I'm here like, I haven't worked out in months and I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, but they were, they were, they were those kind of people who like will shout at you to do things. But then after a set and everyone's like, or whatever, or after or whatever. The oh, no one's ends, mean. They she'd, just... she'd go, you know, she, she said to myself and my friend, she was like, um, you know, Alex. So um, she said to, uh, she said to me and him, she was like, Check oh, you know, right you back. can, you can take a break if you want, yeah. by the way, if you ever feel any bad, you just need to take a sip of water, just take a breath and, you know, you can come back when you want. And I was like, thank God, she's not going to shout at me if I leave. <laughs> but um, the fun part then when I didn't want to take a break was then when we actually got to the boxing, you know, we were doing circuits, you know, going around Drills. multiple things. Yeah. You know, doing punches and all this and then hit the pads, then, duck and um, weave kind of things. Well, we were doing the bags at that stage and then... Right. We swapped with the people in the in the ring, and then we were doing hitting the pads, right. learning a bit of technique there, and that part was fun. But I will say, it was like I took a shower afterwards. My hair was sopping wet, and it actually yeah, no, felt, that's how it is. It felt amazing afterwards. Then, like coming out and be like soaked, soaked with sweat, but like knowing you did a good workout. Um, yeah. I only took a break like once or twice or something because I I just needed it for a second because I had a monster beforehand, mm-hmm. and. The gas was like making me feel sick then because it was all sloshing around. Yeah, um, that's part of the reason why I started doing running in the gym. 
So I go to the gym mostly to do muscle work and to try and just put it on, I suppose. Yeah. But I started, well, I haven't, I had started. I kind of stopped because of COVID that I need to get back into doing like high intensity interval training just to train up to do like a run of 5k or whatever. But yeah, you're dripping after it and it feels good. I get the high you're talking about from doing the boxing circuits and, you know, I don't have to get yelled yeah, at for I an mean, hour. Edit, once so. I think I did... I think I did um, high intensity interval training, like as in running. You're running the, for a minute, walk for thirty seconds or yeah. something, and do that for like fifteen minutes. And um, I got I got in the car to go home, and I was wired. I was so awake and so energetic because my body was like, "Thank you," um, but then I like crashed. Yeah, like Run an hour outside. and a half later, I was like, "Oh god, so tired." But it was crazy because usually, like, I'd be wrecked. My shoulders would be dropping and everything. And I'd be, like, walking all, like, slumpy. And then, but this time I was just like, woo, let's go. Yeah. Um. But I I prefer to do the the incline walking. That's what I like doing. That's a good way to lose um, weight while retaining muscle. I yeah. literally, I'm, I'm not doing the running as a means of... Uh, losing fat to like look more lean i'm literally doing it well i kind of care i care for my heart yeah it's a bit more for fitness yeah just be fit rather than skinny i suppose um but i just i just like i would prefer i think i would prefer to walk incline walking for 45 minutes than to run for 15 minutes yeah because running just takes it out of me a lot quicker yeah and then afterwards I'm, i'm like i'm like don't even want to be alive whereas yeah. when i after i stop walking my legs feel a bit jiggly because i've been on on a thing for how on long the, on the treadmill for so long but then after a couple of minutes i'm fine and it doesn't like make me want to die as much yeah. like <laughs> yeah no i get that I, keeping up with a running plan like i use couch to 5k on the i think it's couch to 5k that is an app but i don't know if i use it i definitely use some sort of from nothing to a 5k uh thing and you do three days a week and you fall and i was following that in college until they closed because of covid and it was great i mean it i really (laughs) wish you know covid obviously i wish covid didn't happen but i I just wish i could finish it out because i tried to finish it at home running around and it just wasn't happening we're just running around in circles (laughs) just i have this there's a route i can do that was 5k and i was just gonna run that and i was like no because like you don't because of the way it is to like run walk run walk one run, run walk i don't know where i'm gonna end up when i finish the workout and the last thing i want to do is end up halfway like let's I say i do a lap and i do 5k <laughs> and then i go halfway and i have to walk back i'm just no i just yeah want to click stop on the treadmill and do because i'm you know i'll get into outdoor running eventually but i want to i just i just like the yeah interval training i guess yeah, I do find though sometimes um probably just a problem with my breathing, but I do get like um I do get like almost like a not a sore throat or anything, yeah, but kind of like it's yeah, yeah, I think it's just like so much cold air coming in at once, and I'm I, I'm just breathing badly. I'm just being a mouth. Actually, I'm just a mouth breather basically. The fact <laughs> to do with this is that if you don't breathe through your nose an awful lot, it starts to close a little bit, and that's mm-hmm. why you find if you're running and you try to breathe through your nose, you feel like you can't get enough air in. Yeah, it's because you're not used to it. So the more you breathe through your nose, the more it opens up, and then you can breathe yeah. through your nose to get the filtered air. When you're running, you'll sweat less, and your throat won't feel dry, and you won't feel out of breath, and it kind of helps you that way. Yeah, I um, I think I 
breaching my nose and I'm going to sleep. I don't I don't really like when I'm going to sleep. Like yeah, I, I'm yeah. not that kind of person. Um that stuff annoys me. <laughs> I don't understand how people breathe loudly when they sleep. Like I, I could be asleep and or going to sleep at least and you wouldn't hear a thing. Um but yeah, no, I just I find outside it's a lot easier for it to be not a, a nice workout. Um and also it's that thing of like you know, maybe that day you're just feeling not great. Maybe you started the the day with a headache and, you know, you were like, I'll go for a run anyway. Treadmill, then, treadmill is a real controlled then, environment. Like, yeah, but then you go halfway, yeah, and you have to, like, walk back with a headache. Like, you don't want to do that. Yeah, it's uh, having the controlled environment on a treadmill in a gym is a lot nicer because it eliminates a lot of those factors. And you have to keep the same pace, otherwise you will fall. Yeah, yeah. And, and it feels bad to turn it down if yeah. you're not meant to turn it down. Um, yeah. So... I guess having that consistent pace helps a lot as well. Um, also, I, I find it easier, especially when I have music on, I can actually run to the beat or walk to the beat and it like it makes the time fly much better. A I've spent songs. a lot of my running sessions listening to um, TMG. So shout yeah. out to Tiny Mikang. I know you're listening. Huge fans. But, yeah, um... <laughs> obviously you're listening. I mean, you're trying to scope up the competition and all. Obviously, yeah. We're just coming up hot. And no, i just been listening. I, I, I just... I literally not listen to them for the week just to listen to them when I'm running because I'd end up getting through like half a podcast per thing. Oh, you listen to the podcast when you're running? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes it, sometimes it, because it started getting harder in like week four, five, I put on the music because it's like run for five minutes, walk for a minute, run for three minutes, walk. And I'm like, now yeah. Mount and Noel Miller and Cody Co is getting, is going to get me through this running. So I need like music. But I like listening to that and I'd listen to Joey Diaz on Joe Rogan and stuff and it's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because the idea of music is you distract yourself from running. Yeah. And if someone's telling a funny story or just being funny, same thing. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. But I, I find I do find that the beat helps me with pace, though. Oh, sometimes it, helps, it keeps feel me, different with yeah, music. It's yeah, it's a bit more, sure. bit more motivation. Um, especially if I'm about to go for a set and then something's about to drop. Mm. There's about to be a drop coming up. I'll wait until the drop, and then I'll start on the drop, and I'll put yeah. up the first weight because I'm I think like, a lot of people do that. Yeah, I just I just want the help, and it look I look like a fool then because I I go to pick it up and I'm like, waiting, 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 and then I do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I look I look stupid doing it, but it, it helps me then actually yeah, do it for sure. But um, so I just wanted to get into as well, speaking about the whole um meeting friends meeting friends. Um, we also said we we're going to talk about how we met. So I think we could get both sides on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened with me was, um, so the there's a couple of people involved in this story. There's me, there's you, there's our friend Zorn mutual. and our friend James. Both and, mutual. And our friend Annalie. Also mutual, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they're all mutual friends. That's basically how we met. It's through yeah. mutual friends, but we'll elaborate on it. So... I was always hanging out with Annalie and all that group. Um, we were all our own group. And then Annalie started talking to Zoran and James, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, who are these guys or whatever, whatever. So then one day they were in Supermax and Annalie went to go meet them. And I was with Annalie at the time then. So then when I went up then, um, we just all started chatting and we got on really well. But then... I think he started coming, Zoran started coming out to Shannon a lot more. So I saw him a lot more then. And then through that, um, I think one day we went to to Limerick 
Wasn't it? I think, yeah, we, yeah, we after, decided to go to Limerick. Yeah, after you had made friends with that kind of clique. Yeah. Which I was a part of, just not there. Yeah, you weren't there at the time. Um, but, like, myself, um, James and Zoran, you know, yeah, got made, together made a friends. Bit. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so then I went to Zoran's house. And were you there already? No. So what happened was... Uh, so he had already made Evan had already made friends with James and Zoran, and we were all planning on going into town to yep yeah go to the cinema and just hang out and stuff all that kind of stuff boys on tour exactly boys on tour and this was basically a forced introduction to each other yeah because, which I, I <laughs> which you didn't like <laughs> an integration of mutual friends I a, guess. a new person this intruder yeah, I'm not exactly one to a company change when it's yeah. surprising but i mean so I also don't were you were you at zorn's before i was there or did you show up after me i think i was there about five yeah. minutes before you came yeah so i walked into into zorn's room and you were there standing and um first thing i noticed was your water bottle that was mm-hmm. cloudy and i was like is that g fuel got that pink drink well, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. we bonded over g fuel well, rough, rough. Yeah, well, there you go. Um. So yeah, we bonded over G Fuel, and it was an interesting experience to say the least. Um, because I was like nervous enough because I was like new people, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. And you were like, uh, "Hi." <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly what you'd call extroverted. Yeah, like you like you like the group of friends you had, and who there was this random guy just Don't coming in my bubble i'm safe yeah, yeah. um but then we I'm just kind of better now actually just for the record uh, uh, college is actually <laughs> yeah you're fine now. College, you're fine now college has really brought me out of my shell um i noticed the first time we met though there well, was there was a little yeah. bit of a uh, i mean i don't know if college specifically brought me out of my shell it was also more um kuba because yeah. kuba is a textbook extrovert yeah so i just followed him around and then you eventually meet more people and because i'm just basically doing what he's doing kind of makes you a bit more extroverted and yeah. i had no problem doing that because i need it yeah exactly for everything but continue um, but yeah we just kind of clicked really um there wasn't much more to it than that but i believe then when it came to greg um another name drop um did yeah, i did i mentioned him before. did i meet him before you yes yeah so <laughs> yeah tell him that story so we were in uh i think i was with annalee uh or yeah i think I was you're with, with that group I, th- I think yeah i was no i was just with annalee okay. and she went to mcdonald's to meet zoran right um group meeting together and went to mcdonald's Zorin and this other guy was standing it was sitting there and I was like who's this? Turns out it was Greg. Um so we kind of all just chatted, you know, it was a new guy, nothing special, you know, we just kind of chatted, you know, made friends I guess, but we didn't know if we were going to see each other again. Um I got his Snapchat I think just cuz he was a mutual friend. Um or he was a friend of a friend really at that time. And then um he went to, so then his mom came and he went to leave, and he, I don't know if it was the first time he went out or the second time, but he walked into the door. Um, yeah, this is before the time of McDonald's automatic doors, so he yeah. just 
Smack bang. So I think he went to pull, but it was a push, so he just walked Forehead into in it. Forehead in glass. Or it was, no, it was, it was a pull, no, it was a, yeah, I, it was I, a pull, but he thought it was a push, so he walked right into it. Yeah, if it was a push and a, you thought it was a pull, you wouldn't yeah, walk into yeah. the door. Yeah. So he, he walked into it. <laughs> this is what we would call a classic Greg movie, he's kind of just... Ah, yeah, he's just clumsy. Yeah. Um, then he had to come back in with the walk of shame because his mom wanted something from McDonald's. Um, and the door did not hit him on the way out, yeah. thankfully. But uh, it was very close. That became a nice way to icebreak between the two of them. I myself have been friends with Greg for quite some time, I guess. I mean, met in first year because um, I don't Cause know. Because you're, you're both lanky. Yeah, sure. You're both, you're both so I don't boys. know if everyone listening to this is irish but i'll give the rundown of what happens when you go into your first year of secondary school high school kind of thing so you go in and you uh you have options you pick so it can be like um mechanic not no engineering your school is different to mine i didn't get this yeah okay you got to choose yours before you went in but what happened was uh it was like engineering art music science no no we had to pick science uh engineering music art Homec. Homec. Um, things like that. Woodwork. Things like that, right? So just things that you pick and you do. And so what they did with our school is when you go in, you got in your timetable different options. So different, like you got like art and music one week and then two weeks later you, they change and you get Homec and yeah. uh This is just for business. first year, by the way. It's just for first year and it's not even for first year. It's just up until midterm. So about October, Halloween kind of thing. And then by then you have to pick your options and then they do it all out and you have to pick them. So we're in home ec options, making cookies, and we're all sit. We all have to sit down in a certain way for some reason. Teachers just feel like they have to do that. And two seats across from me is none other than Greg, which Gregory. I felt the need for some reason to proclaim pro- proclaim he looked like a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what it was. I just felt witty. I was 5'2 at the time as well, so I guess he was just... yeah. I... You were short at one point? Yeah, imagine. I didn't come out the womb six. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was a lot smaller than him. And he just I just made the joke because I felt like that would be a way to break the ice. To I, which it did, because I, I just yeah. kept it. I had a joke. I had a similar thing for breaking the ice in first year because we were sitting down getting like our introduction mm-hmm. and these two guys behind me now... Keep in mind, I moved before first year, so I knew nobody, right. like not a single soul. And there was this one, um, there was these two guys behind me that now most of them would come from the primary school, which is like literally across the road. So two guys behind me knew each other, but they were like bickering about something. And I turned around and I was like, you sound like a married couple. And for some reason, we clicked and we, yeah. we were friends the entire time. I mean, we're finished now. Um, but we were still friends and like just me saying that one thing started up a whole friendship. Just saying yeah. that they sounded like a, a married couple arguing. So for some reason, that's how I made friends with Greg because you just every time you see him because he was in my base class, which is your class that you go around with for first year anyway. So every time I see him, I'd be calling like, him a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like Gregosaurus. What's up, Dino? What's up, Gregosaurus, man? And you know, that kind of shit. That was funny. And well, that stuck. Because it didn't stick. It just, it, our friendship stuck after that. Yeah. And then, talking of Zoran and James, um, 
just mutual down the line, I guess. There's no real stories for them. It's just kind of the same way me and you met. Yeah. It would just be, uh, kind of like you it know, was a friend of friend of theirs, and then you meet them. Yeah, like me and Greg, it was literally like, yeah. I, I knew Zor, and, and Greg, you meet Greg just happened to be there. Yeah, sometimes it's not as um, organic. It's just because they're friends with someone else. It's mostly yeah, how it works. There's, there's no there's no special things happening. There's no fireworks. Exactly. There's nothing special like that. It's just it's just as simple as mutual mutual acquaintances. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, so. We we met in quite a, quite an easy way, really. Yeah. Um. There wasn't much of a a fight or a struggle. Um. There was nothing awkward, really, other than the first time, the first couple words. But yeah. after that, like we kind of just talked for a little bit. Can't even remember what about. I remember it being about G fuels. Probably waffle. Yeah. Um. And then. Yeah, we kind of. I think we just went to Limerick, and then I actually think I still have that picture from that day. You yeah, made a face. I still have oh, it. Right. Yeah. In the we're car. not pulling that up on screen. Yeah. No, we're not going to pull that. One. <laughs> we're not. It's a bit. Uh, I'm not putting that. It's on a bit screen. funny. Uh, but um, yeah, no. I still. I think I took two pictures of you making a face, and I still have them. The day we met. Yeah. And I well. still have a picture of Greg the day we met. And for the longest time on Snapchat, his name was Dor. Yeah. Um, so stupid a, things make it make friends for yeah. years to come, I guess. Um. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of crazy though that like we we've been friends for how long now? It's been I was in second year when we met, which was five, three or four years ago. Yeah. So three or four years ago, um, but even like a year in, it felt like an eternity. It was yeah, crazy. We, we had said that it's. I guess it took us way too long to make a podcast. Yeah, it was way too long. I mean, like we used to, we used to chat all the time, and we never would like record it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I I like it. I like it. You can get stuff off your chest. You can make story, or you can tell stories. Um, I find it really nice. It's really nice. It's very therapeutic, really. Yeah. Um, especially sure. since we we kind of hadn't talked for a long time. Yeah, that also made a difference. Yeah, because like, we were like, oh, let's make a podcast, like. A month or so later, we we actually got down to talk about it before yeah, even doing it. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So it took it took quite a long time to actually to get it to get it done. Um. But I mean, that's what friends are for. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Catching up on job interviews, actually, just one last thing I wanted to mention was um. I had one. I did one yesterday, and it was a weird. It was a weird one, right? So, the way it worked was. I had to do a video interview, but it wasn't a, on a call. It was a submission. Submission. So I had to record myself dressed like I would for an interview. So I went in, I got my white shirt, put that on, said, Make down, sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> Shout out my podcast in the submission. Hey guys, what's up? Today I'm going to be going for this job. Make sure to like and subscribe below. <laughs> and yeah, no, it was just, you know, you answer questions. You had like 30 seconds to think of your answer you record it and you submit it and i just found it weird i couldn't tell if i liked it or not because it gets you, you get the interview to them straight away because usually most time an interview is do you look all right can i do you look hireable yeah and do you seem hireable and i did that part just over video yeah well so. some some places you kind of do 
an interview quite quickly. So maybe because of the restrictions, they're just. That's what I'm that. thinking. Yeah, it's just it was just nice because I just thought I'd bring it up because I'd never seen it before. I haven't either. Yeah, and uh, it's just weird, but it could work in my favor because now I just have to wait and see what they say. They could say, "You fucking shit, man. Have enough, yeah." Or yeah. you know, they look at that short and you like. They don't have to go. Oh, cool. We like that. Let's take you in for an interview. It's just you just have one. Yeah, like that. So, that is the interview. You're yeah. already done. That was the application process, though. So I submitted my CV, put in my name, my email, and then I click apply, and it was like, okay, you're doing the interview now. So it was like a part of the application process, which I like because they can just filter, sift through that, then and they have everything. Yeah, I guess. Also, I was on TikTok, mm-hmm. and I came across a page okay. that was doing um job questions so they'd answer questions about jobs and give you tips um whether it be a resume a, a resume what i said like that uh a cv resume. or whatever else um your interview everything mm-hmm. and one of the tips it said was um use keywords in your application because chances are the first like round is an algorithm it's just it's just a computer and even if it isn't a computer, the person will look for keywords. So if you look at the job description, take out lovely keywords, throw them in your CV or resume or whatever, yeah. and then um, you're more likely to get picked for the first time. And then someone will look at it more, like with more detail the second time. Um, so that might have been a problem you were having. I don't know. Um, because you said you were doing it fine. So the only problem must be keywords for the first round. And I'd imagine there's a lot of people trying to get jobs right now because a lot of people are out of jobs. Yeah. Um, and there's no like COVID payment anymore. So, you know, even like pub owners might need to go get one. Like go to, I don't know, next. <laughs> go to Brown Thomas, Tesco, wherever. Because I saw this thing actually that said, um, what's the difference? I think it was someone in, um, in the government. They said, uh, What's the difference between someone with a pint in their hand and a grilled cheese sandwich versus someone with just a pint in their hand? Like, what's the difference? Like, in relation to COVID. Like, it's the same thing. Why, just because you have a sandwich in one hand. Oh, yeah, that's just a gray area. Yeah. 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 Um, But I think it's, I, I don't think that's necessarily, like, it's a good point, but I don't think that's necessarily the point of not opening the pubs. Yeah. I think it's more so about the fact that restaurants have food as their main selling point and then you can also get drinks whereas a pub is literally just for drinks and they're usually small so you can't really social distance and they're all old fellas anyways so it's it's even more risk for them to be opened um especially in small villages and things yeah so yeah i don't know if that would uh that would work well anyways so we have our weekly dose of how did you life advice yeah weekly dose of life advice weekly dose of life advice straight out of this website called reddit what how do you never heard of it well i have heard of it is that like um facebook uh yeah i'm not i'm not sure because i don't go on a lot but oh cool it looks like some sort of insta any fake news and acting now because i've heard there's a lot of fake news going on in facebook whatsapp don't know it's just what's that now the snapchat what's that you take pictures of your balls and send them off to Barack Obama <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's like a turn for the worst alright just 
get on with it. Okay, well, this life pro tip is if you can't make up your mind on a decision, flip a coin. But if you find out that your immediate reaction to it is disappointment, then then go with the other one. I did this. I was going to buy a t-shirt. I didn't know whether to go black or white. I flipped a coin and I went, it was on black and I went, so I got the white one. (laughs) I never thought about it like that. No, I've done this for quite a while because I noticed it was happening with me. I'd flip a coin and then realize, I don't want that one. Yeah. Um, so it, it really does help clarify because you don't always have to go with what the coin says. At the end of the day, you're going to make the decision yourself. But when you started saying that, I knew exactly what it was because I've yeah. been doing that to myself recently. I've been flipping a coin and going, oh, I want to do this instead. Um, so it definitely is useful. Um I would recommend using it quite a lot, though, honestly. Um, I didn't do it for a while now. Last time I did it was the t-shirt, I think. But it definitely is a useful um, tool to have. Yeah, because it helps with indecision, and it can immediately show what you actually wanted. And yeah, sometimes you just need that kind of push. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I think for the for the name that we were choosing for the podcast, before we had picked one, we had like four and I put them in a spin wheel and I spun it and it landed on one and I went meh and then you were like let's just call it chat lab and I was like yeah okay fair yeah. enough yeah because um, chat lab was one of our four um, so we went we went we with just it. went with it yeah well um, I think that kind of wraps it up really um, if you want to follow yeah. us on all our socials I will have a link tree link in the uh, YouTube description in the YouTube description and if not you can look us up on YouTube if you're listening on Apple could Podcasts put it, or could Spotify put it, could put it in the Spotify description this week um, one link yeah I mean if we're able to add a link then sure yeah, yeah well I mean, I mean this yeah. is about to wrap it up so I guess I'll just see you next week yeah bye bye